This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 26th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. Well, what a week this has been. On top of all of the usual turmoil associated with more balls in the air than one can sometimes juggle, my wife, my dog, and yours truly had the misfortune of being involved in a car accident on Friday that thankfully didn't do any serious damage to the humans involved, but it certainly left me with enough aches and pains to warrant a second trip to the chiropractor this week, and it made quite the mess of the front end of my car. What's most troubling about this, though, is dealing with the lying SOB that hit us head-on after admitting to both my wife and me that he just simply didn't see us. He spun up a completely different tale for the police, who gave him plenty of time to conjure it up in the near hour that it took for them to actually arrive on the scene. Well, enough said about that. Also this week, the chicken wing world mourns the loss of a true legend as we say goodbye to the iconic Ron Duff, well-known and beloved throughout western New York and the world over by wing lovers just like me. Ron gave more than 75 years to the restaurant business in western New York, all of them right there at Duff's. While the Anka Bar forever lays claim for starting the Buffalo Wing Craze, by the mid-80s, it was Duff's that was getting all the accolades for perfecting what the Anka Bar created. To this day, Duff's is still the place that locals go for wings in western New York, but it has also since established itself far and wide as the destination for best-in-class traditional hot buffalo chicken wings. And now more than ever, that tradition continues as Duff's Famous Wings is franchising, spreading its wings across America. Yes, Ron's son Joe and his partners Greg Duell and longtime Duff's restaurant partners and operators brothers Kirk and Jeff Feather will all continue to carry the mantle as Ron rests in peace. It was six years ago in 2017 as chairman of the National Buffalo Wing Hall of Flame that I had the honor and good fortune to induct Ron and Duff's famous wings into the Hall of Flame. Today, I'm saddened by the news of Ron's passing. My condolences and prayers go to the entire Duff's family. Ron will certainly be missed by all. Before I make introductions to this week's guest, Jose Merrill, president of Estrella Insurance, let me first take a minute to thank last week's guest, David J. Friedman, founder and CEO of CultureWise. If you haven't yet downloaded that episode, I encourage you to do so before it slips your mind. There is plenty of take-home value shared in my conversation with David, so please don't miss it. 
A quick break here and more great content coming your way when I return in two minutes or less with Jose Merrill and his amazing and inspiring story of the growth of Estrella Insurance. Once just a South Florida phenomenon, Estrella Insurance is now expanding with explosive growth nationwide. You're listening to Franchise Today. I'm Stan Friedman and we'll be back in a flash. Don't go anywhere. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests, elevate profits, and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. Atmosphere isn't limited to restaurants or bars either. Any business with a TV screen can benefit from better entertainment. So, stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto shops, anyone with TV in their waiting rooms can jump on this amazing offer. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. Founded by Nicholas Estrella in 1980 after he enjoyed a successful career in the life and health insurance sector, Estrella Insurance started franchising in 2008. The company specializes in home, auto, and commercial insurance services that typically cover businesses, vehicles, and boats, and has expanded its reach with more than 175 franchised offices across the U.S. This is a great story, and it is a pleasure having Estrella franchise co-founder and president Jose Merrill with us this week to share it. Jose Merrill, welcome to Franchise Today. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure getting to know a little bit about you as I prepared for today's conversation. And it occurs to me that while I think franchising is such a small world that we should all know each other already, you and I travel in some similar circles in IFA, and yet I've not heard of you before getting ready for this interview. So I'm going to invite you into a deeper part of my world with the IFA Diversity Institute and the work that we do through the IFA's Educational Foundation in Diversity as a business that has a Latin focus. I think it's just appropriate that you be part of that world. I know you're involved with VetFran, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to get involved with the Diversity Institute as well. So buckle your seatbelt. I've got plans to share with you after we're done here today. Fair enough? Very good. Very good. Thank you. So as I do every week, Jose, I ask my guests to tell us how franchising found them, what they were doing when franchising bumped into them. And we are anxious to hear that story as it pertains to you. So why don't we pick it up from there? 
Well, I had come out of having several jobs, selling jobs, and I found a job in a dry cleaner where actually I had to work like 200 hours a week and get paid for 40. Very hard work. I learned the dry cleaning business and together with learning the dry cleaning business, that's where my first meet with franchising. I realized that part of what my duties were besides everything inside a dry cleaning operation was to learn and teach other people the business. And that's how my first encounter with franchising started training people that were opening up their own franchises. And I spent 15 years of my life doing that, had probably every title inside an organization from manager trainee to president of the largest master franchise in Mexico. And then I learned everything inside the organization and learn the operations, learn the development area, learn the accounting. And then that kind of prepared me to launch something a little bit better. And that's when I went to Mr. Nicolas Estrella, the founder of the Estrella Insurance. And I presented to him the idea to franchise Estrella Insurance. And at the beginning, he wasn't too receptive. Then I sat down and I prepared a business plan and showed it to him. And he said, when are you starting? So I got ready came back and we went ahead and started the franchising company. That was back in the 90s. We started growing, ended up having like four or five franchises. And then I decided to leave the organization. I left the organization for a short period of time, created another franchise company from scratch and in the insurance field that was called Fed USA. And that company got sold to a publicly traded company. And then I left. When I left, I started conversations with my nephew, who is Nicolas Estrella's son, and decided to come back into the company and redo the franchising organization for the second time. And that was in 2008. We started planning on how we were going to franchise. At that point in time, the company had 40 company-owned insurance agencies. And we decided to start franchising and to start converting some of the corporate stores into franchises. I mean, the proof was there. We had the financials, we had everything. And we said, okay, let's start converting the corporate stores. And Mr. Estrella said, wait a second, let's just do all of them. So let's just become a franchise organization. And together with Mr. Nicolas Estrella Jr., who is the CEO of the company, and myself, we started planning how to do one by one. And the first strategy was to offer it to the employees, the management that was running the agencies. And we helped them start and it worked. It took us about two and a half years to sell all 40 locations. And by 2011, more or less, we were already done with all the corporate stores. And then we started offering franchises to individuals that wanted to open up from scratch. That brought us to, to today. We have over 190 franchises operating. We have contracts for another 88 or 90 locations more. We have developed the franchise with three different concepts. We offer individual franchises. We offer area developer franchises, which means that they buy a territory and secure it for themselves. And we also offer 
what we call ARIA representatives, which is, is an individual that buy the rights to develop a territory and then is able to offer it to somebody else to, to grow in there. Just recently, we started a new offering that we felt that it was right for the times, and that is the, what we call a home franchise. The home franchise is an individual that operates on their own and actually carries the products that we actually represent and and offers insurance to customers, auto insurance, home insurance, business insurance, all property and casualty insurance products is what we offer. All right. We've got a lot that you've laid out here, and I appreciate you answering all of my questions before I had to ask them. That was really very, very well done. I want to unpack some of this, though, and go back to, to the beginning, because there are a couple of components here that I think are a little bit more complex than just the franchise component of the business, which in and of itself is very complex. So you started with with Dry Clean USA is where you were when you were doing all of that 200 hours a week and getting paid for 40. Some of that involved training people, but where did you go for the education that you needed to qualify you to even write a business plan for Mr. Nicholas Estrella and to learn about what it takes to successfully be a responsible franchisor? How did you learn all that? Well, Mr. Eric Schwartz, the founder of Dry Clean USA, he had already started franchising. When I worked with him, I started operating the first location that he had here in South Florida, and he started offering the ability to franchise to other individuals. From there, I started learning from him what it takes to operate a franchise and what I helped in creating the operations manuals. I helped in creating all the drawings that needed to be created to be able to open up a franchise organization and a dry cleaning in this particular case. And I went to many courses from IFA. I learned just about everything there was to learn about franchising throughout the years. And then as I learned, then I started teaching. I asked Mr. Schwartz to let me teach the class to the new franchisees. I asked him to let me help them open up when they open up their franchises. And little by little, I learned. Now, obviously, what I learned there, it applies to dry cleaning. And I know franchising, it applies in general to any business. But then after that, I had to learn everything on my own. So I took a lot of courses. I learned through videotapes at that time to be able to teach you how to become a franchisor. And Mr. Estrella and myself sat down and he said, okay, you have a lot of learning to do. And I said, okay. And by sitting down and going through the tapes and my experience with the dry cleaning, I put together the program to be able to franchise Estrella Insurance. Sat down in an office, probably took me about eight to 10 months to put everything together and and then started. Then little by little, with a lot of support of a special team of employees in the organization, I found a lady that was the manager of one of the locations that she had actually studied to become a teacher at college. 
when she graduated, she decided to come and work with us. So I put her in charge of training. There was a, another gentleman that he was very good in operations. I had him by my side all the time. And I taught him a few things and a lot of things that he learned on his own. And I put him in charge of operations. And I kind of worked myself the hat of the development department. And I handled most of the sales initially in the organization, the granting of franchising, because I really don't call them sales. I try to qualify the people as granting them the franchise. So that's how little by little the organization started forming. I had somebody in the IT department and I designated him as being the director of IT. There's a lot of technology in the insurance field that is important. And then we built the infrastructure of the franchise organization and started growing little by little. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but I chose the state of Florida as the place to grow a lot. And we set ourselves goals. Like the first goal that I set was, was to open up at least 100 locations in the state of Florida. And we did that like, uh, like five years ago. And the second goal was to get to 200 locations. And we are already very close to that. That's how I taught myself and my organization how to become a franchisor. It's a very impressive story, and it's not just a story. When you look at the list of honors from Entrepreneur, from Franchise Business Review, from Franchise Times Top 200, the insurance industry itself in its journal, and the USA Today, everywhere I look tells me that there's a foundation here that is proper and fundamental to the success of the business, which is a real credit to you because it seems to me that you bootstrapped this and self-taught it more so than most people that come into a business to the degree that you've succeeded at scale. So my hat's off to you, Jose. And I'll tell you what let's do. Let's take a quick break. And on the other side of that break, let's come back and dig deeper into some of those complexities that I alluded to a moment ago in that you don't only deal with the regulation that we in franchising deal with by state and around the country, but I'm sure too that there are restrictive things about licensing and insurance law that you have to deal with as well that provide for a whole nother leg of processes. And then too, your multilingual concept that makes everything else that we that only deal in one language or in one culture, you do twice. So there's a lot of moving parts and we're going to come back. We're going to unpack it all as my conversation continues today with Jose Merrill, president and co-founder of Estrella Insurance Franchise Corporation. We'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zor Forum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zor Forum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zor Forum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zor Forum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations, but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets, so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. 
journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zor Forum. Learn more at zorforum.com. That's www.zorforum.com. Today's conversation continues with Jose Merrill, co-founder and president of Estrella Insurance in South Florida, having tremendous success as they build out their brand with a multitude of models that start from the smallest of small with an individual home-based opportunity all the way to area representation and all points in between. So tell us some about that first couple of hundred and how much things changed from zero to 100 and then from 100 to 200. Before I tell you that, Stan, you were giving me a lot of credit that really does not belong to me alone. It belongs to the team of people that I am surrounded with, starting with Mr. Nicolas Estrella Jr. He's the CEO of the company and he gave me all the support that I ask. And then ending with each and every one of that group of employees that we develop and train them to be able to build the, the business together with me. So I just wanted to say that. I salute you yet again, and I continue to put those honors upon you because good leaders are the only ones that know that it takes a team, it takes a crew, it takes people that are better than me. And in your case, it seems like Mr. Australia brought you in for this very same reason. It's what franchising is. It's together. We do things that each of us individually could never aspire to. But having the wherewithal to build a team is one thing, and I salute you for that. And for paying homage to them and sharing the honors with them is, again, demonstrating who you are and I appreciate you doing that. No problem. So in the beginning, it was pretty easy because we converted company stores into franchises. We had to teach the people how to be an owner. There is a big difference between being an employee and becoming an owner. So we offered classes to teach them how to run the agencies from the owner's perspective. It was very difficult at the beginning because some of them, they continue thinking that they were employees. And so we had to teach them, you know, that they were not anymore. So it took a a lot of training, but finally what happened is some of them, they excelled and they became extremely successful. We have franchisees that they started with one insurance agency and they ended up with two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight locations, some of them even more than that. And they became what it can be truly called as a business owner. They stopped becoming just a a franchise of a one location and becoming a true business owner that the business was running without them having to be there. And to me, that is the ultimate success that you can have when you own a franchise. Stop being self-employed and actually becoming a business owner. So in the beginning, that was the biggest challenge. Once we overcame that, some some of the employees actually ended up selling their units and new owners came in when they reached retirement age. And the new ones sometimes ended up surpassing the production that the ones that were there before. And I guess that's the natural thing to happen when you get younger people that are more energetic, they can do that. The important thing was to continue growing the franchise. And I would say that one of our biggest accomplishments is not to have failures. And I'm very proud to say that we didn't have any failures along the way. We had 
people that failed, but the franchise was still there. And we managed to find another person to take over the people that failed, but not the, the franchise. So that was another challenge that we got in the growing stages. Another one of the challenges that we had was probably the resales. As we grew, people said, hey, I love the business. I made a lot of money, but I want to move on. I'm ready to retire. And then so putting together a new buyer with an agency that was already in existence, that was another challenge because, I mean, these agencies are, some of them are very expensive. Some of them going into millions of dollars and to find a buyer was a little difficult, but we managed to do it and we still do. And we still, you know, have some opportunities for people with experience. We found out that a lot of our growth was due to our employees also. We're probably one of the only franchises that even in our documents, we allow employees to buy the franchise franchise and to leave the employment of their franchise now and open up their own office. So we actually encourage that and we promote it within the company. And that has been a very effective way of growing. Do you participate in that? Do you encourage them to the point where you all help make it easier or possible for them yes. to get started? Yes, we do. We we actually have a referral program where they can refer employees and the employees themselves, they know that they can participate and continue growing. If they have what it takes, obviously, they must have some capital to be able to grow and to open up their business. But yes, we do encourage that and it has worked. Today, in the state of Florida, we're really the largest Hispanic franchise organization in the insurance industry in the state of Florida. We probably have uh, over 150 locations in the state of Florida. We're That's still incredible. growing. You know, there's still some areas that we can still grow. But, you know, you told me that you're familiar with Miami and Broward. Just to give you a, an idea, in Miami, we have 73 franchises. In Fort Lauderdale, we have 54 franchises. And each and every one of them are making money. How do you award those territories? That Obviously, that can't be by zip code, right? No, it is by driving distance. They have one mile exclusivity. So we don't put an agency closer than a mile away from another one. And we feel that that is fair enough. We tested that in the beginning to see if that would work. And in this particular territory, that is very good and it works. Everybody is actually conducting their business and they're being successful. In New York, we have the same concept, but we're anticipating that eventually we'll probably cut it down to less distance because in New York, the demographics are ridiculous compared to here. Right. So, so after we developed Florida, we decided to incursion in other states and we had a, an opportunity in Arizona and we went ahead and started growing in that territory. We have 11 locations there now. We have a couple of locations in California. California is a difficult state. I mean, there's a lot of regulations there. And we decided that one of our target states was Texas. So in Texas, we have currently five locations in operation. We have about another five locations in development that are going to be probably operating within two to three months. And we have another 10 or 12 locations more in development coming there. So probably in Texas, 
we probably anticipate that we're going to have over 100 locations. Is your marketing targeted to the Hispanic community solely, or do you more broadly promote your products and services to the communities that you serve? We do both. We do both, but we do heavy Hispanic. Because the name Estrella in Spanish is a star. So a lot of people, they see the name and they feel that it's Hispanic. And so we have a large Hispanic following. But the reality is that everybody that drives a car or a truck have a home that they have a mortgage or that they own a home or run a business is a target customer for us. So we focus on the automobile insurance and we advertise one, one of the things that, that is our probably biggest opportunity is that we advertise that we have the lowest price in the territory. And the way we do that is by representing many insurance companies, not just one. Like the big difference between the large insurance companies and us is that they only have one product to offer the consumer. So if you go to State Farm or to Allstate or to Geico, each one of those companies are great and they have very good product, but it's only one. So sometimes you are a good client for them, but sometimes you're not. Most times we are probably going to have a better price. And we represent companies like Progressive, which is a very nat a national company and, and makes us be very competitive. But we also represent another 30 companies more. Among those companies, we also own an insurance company. It's called Star Casualty Insurance Company. And we are the only ones that have that company. So sometimes we go into a territory and we can't find uh, an insurance company that is competitive. Then we pull out our insurance company and then we become competitive. Another thing that caught my eye, I went to YouTube and looked at some of your commercials. And there is a commercial there that made me laugh out loud with a woman in green tied up in gold and, and right. I'm money. <laughs> right. <laughs> go somebody that's listening to this today, go find that commercial on YouTube. And if you don't laugh out loud, there's something wrong on your end. Yeah. We've had many commercials that some of, sometimes they were controversial. This one was edgy, but it was really, really good. <laughs> But yes, we have a tremendous advertising program and the marketing that we do. That's one thing that Mr. Nicolas Estrella Jr., the CEO, that's his baby. It's is actually the advertising program that we have. And most of the original pieces that we have and original commercials, they have been his creation together with a with an advertising company, marketing company that we have. And that is a very important part of the success that we have enjoyed throughout the years because we do go hand in hand in English and in Spanish. If we advertise in a Hispanic radio station, we advertise in an English radio station. So we hit all the market and we capture the entire population. Uh, like I said, if you drive, have a home, or run a business, you are a potential customer for us, and more than likely, we can save you money. So that's part of our strategies. We guarantee the lowest price. We exclude the national companies because sometimes the national companies, if you have been in the national company for 10, 15 years, it's very difficult to beat that price until your son or daughter has a driver's license and they have a, an accident or, or the insurance company tells you goodbye, we don't want you anymore. 
and then we we can insure you at that point in time but uh, the fact of the matter that we can guarantee the lowest price it is it is a very important factor that has been the success that today we have close to 400,000 people insured and that's how we have done it Let's take the time remaining and talk some about the franchise side of the business. Who are you looking for and who should be looking for you? Well, the real candidate that we look for, it's number one, somebody that is ambitious, that it's willing to roll up the sleeves and work. And some selling skills are good, but we would teach the individual with a good attitude. If the candidate is in the insurance business, it will probably be easier for them, but it's not a requirement. You don't have to be licensed, but you will need to obtain a license. And depending on which state the candidate is at, in some states it's very simple to obtain a license. It could be a class, a 40-hour class, or it could be maybe more training needed, but it's easier to obtain the license. Some people feel that it's complicated, but really it isn't. And that ideal candidate, I would say it's somewhere between 21 and 65 years old, that it's willing to do what it takes and follow a proven system. If anybody comes in with a good attitude, have the capital, which is very small, by the way. We have been named in the top franchises for under $100,000 many times, and even under $50,000 total investment. And that's a very accessible franchise. They need to have the capital. That is a requirement. But we can teach anybody that has a good attitude and has some basic business skills. If there's anything I didn't ask you today, Jose, that you wished I did, what would it be? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we've done a good job here then. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing so much with us. Thank you, Stan. Well, there it is. Another fantastic conversation heading into the archives. Next week, I'm joined by Lenny Valentino, yet another seasoned franchise pro, and he is vice president and general manager of the world's largest automotive franchise brand. If you guessed Midas, you'd be right. With 2,100 locations around the world, 1,200 of which are right here in the USA, Lenny runs the whole show at Midas, celebrating 67 years in business with us right here next week on Franchise Today. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.